0: I don't like to spend too much time patting ourselves on the back. I feel like that's a little pretentious, arrogant, whatever term you want to use, self-gratifying. I, I mean, you pick whichever way you want to describe it. But there were two dudes on Friday, whenever we signed off on this year's very radio program, leading right up to first pitch, kind of, of Oklahoma and Texas A&M in the College World Series that said it would not surprise either one of us if we get in here on Monday and the Sooners are 2-0 and with the downhill slide towards the championship series. I mean, I, know, I don't know about you, Josh, but I kind of feel like I need to. Hurt my elbow here a little bit, patent ourselves on the back on this one. Now, granted, we did probably counter that with a little bit of, well, you never know, because you got to tag that to every single prediction, right? I feel really good about the sooner's chances to win. I think they can be 2 0. You never know. So if you exclude that last part, we called this, baby. We called this. How are you? How was your weekend? Good morning. Good morning. We called it, baby. We nailed it. Told you. It wasn't false confidence. The way this team came into
1: Omaha, you you had to feel like they had as much momentum or more than anybody in the field, and clearly that has carried over, which
0: made for a
1: great weekend. Okay,
0: I've got—hold on, I'm going to make sure I get everything in order here. I actually printed out the topics for the show today because I feel like we're going to spend so much time on OU Baseball. That and I've had like six other radio shows in the last 24 hours, so— uh, which I'm thinking, we're not going to worry too much today about Steph's legacy, uh, the Golden State Warriors run, are the Celtics built to last, confirm that Orlando's taking taken Jabari Smith, Tyreek versus Mahomes, I'm sure we'll touch on a little Matt Fitzpatrick, who for some reason, on at least 10 occasions today, I'll call Minka Fitzpatrick, but I'm just setting you up, alright, I'm just letting you guys know so you don't have to get on me. But I want to i am try to focus on all the positives, but I want to do what a uh, great businessman, Stuart Gilligan Griffin, once referred to as the compliment sandwich, to where we say a couple of nice things, but in the middle of it, we've all got to be real. All right? So let's just... And this, I want to be clear, we'll get to all the OU baseball. baseballs. So I have a confession I need to make a little bit later on in the show. Uh, unfortunately, I was uh, threatened with receipts from this weekend. On a few predictions I may have made away from this program, so we'll have confession time later on in the program, and all the post-game audio from last night. The the press conferences were great. Skips a guy you can't help but root for. It's, it's, it's a fun team, Josh. I can't think of any other way to put it. I mean, this is a fun baseball team, period fun team doesn't have, regardless of sport right i mean they're just a they seem to be a good group of dudes that are having a blast and the way they've gelled just right. makes
1: it so fun to watch
0: by the way do you want to come in here does that make it easier
1: we can do that here and you want to i mean just a, i just feel bad bit. because
0: Pierce. yes okay <laughs> i'm really bad with names uh, Pierce is like pace. I feel bad. I feel like I've taken away his job. No, you know? he's chomping
1: at the bit. He's yeah. ready to go.
0: He wants that board in front of him. My God, it's my board.
1: He's upset. Too,
0: whenever he yes. pulled, whenever he pulled in, I tell you this. Pierce pulled in, and I'm a little bit jumpy about people pulling into this parking lot uh, because you had that one person that would always drop their kid off, and she'd pull in here. You're like, why is this person following me? And then me? they'd the walk street. through
1: the woods, and the person would
0: walk through the woods and disappear, and then the car would drive off. It's
1: like so, a scene from Stranger
0: Things. It really creeps me out. So when Pierce pulled in, I was like, did Josh get it? that's not – and they're like, oh, it's got to be Pierce. All right, so we were good. But let me get my compliment sandwich here out of the way. Just just off the top because I feel like it needs to be said. First off, Sooner fans have been awesome. This is great. This is, this is a magnification that this is more than – this is a diamond sports state, right? And softball gets a lot of the shine, most of it all of it, and deserves it, right? You've got four of the last six national championships have been won by the Oklahoma Sooner softball team, and since Oklahoma last won its national championship in baseball, Sooner softball has won six. So uh, it's understandable, right? That And they're getting a brand-new stadium, and you've got the GOAT as your head coach, and you've got a really talented group of young stars now ready to emerge after, gosh, already emerging, to be honest with you. So Sooner Softball is in a good spot. Great fan base. Great, great people. Great support. It's awesome. So we've known that. What I feel like it's overshadowed a little bit is just how good the baseball fan base truly is. And maybe part of that is this baseball team hasn't had a run in a minute, right? It hasn't made even a what was our last super regional run? I always get the year wrong. Was it thirteen? It was either twelve or thirteen. I think it was when 13. we went to cause twelve was South Carolina with the rain delay and John Gray coming out. Then thirteen was LSU when Toby and I went to to Baton Rouge. And it was it was awesome, right? And unfortunately, since then there's you know, if you've gone through a couple coaches, there's been some frustration with the lack of consistent finishes, and missing the postseason altogether. So it's been, dare I say, overshadowed, right? So it's been awesome to see this type of support because you know it's there. I mean, there's more Sooner – I would almost argue that there's more Sooner fans in Omaha than I've seen at a home game this year. Now, someone might crunch the numbers and say – well, you're actually off. I'm just judging by thine eyes. And sure, there's been some people out on the berm, free tickets, but there hasn't been anything like what we've seen Yeah. And granted, the team really didn't get hot until like May 15th, so it was mostly on the road. But still, it's awesome to see. That's, that's the bread. Here's the meat. Why... I'm spending too much time on Twitter during these games. You people are morons. I don't know how else to put this. But just because you watch two games doth not make you an expert on said team. And I, I even went back last night, and I, I liked a tweet. And I thought, I don't, I don't know who this was, and I, I hope I didn't make him mad because it was kind of random and it was out of nowhere. But I thought it was the perfect tweet. I thought, Sheed. At Mo Lake 07. I hope that's not getting me in trouble for anything. But I thought this was the perfect tweet. You ready? This OU baseball team is fun to watch. Admittedly, I've never watched an OU baseball game until this year. I'll keep up with them from here on out. They play good, fundamental baseball. And I thought, great. That's a great tweet. Here's what a majority of the tweets... That would have that same first two sentences look like. This OU baseball team is fun to watch. Admittedly, I've never watched an OU baseball game. But I don't understand this. And I don't know why they didn't do this. And why are they being so aggressive and trying to take extra bags in the fourth inning? They've got a lead. What's wrong with Clay Van Hook? Why are they doing this? I can't believe that they start. It's just, ah. Is this what being on Twitter during a softball game is like? Probably, yeah. Oh my gosh. Y'all.
1: It's fun, isn't it?
0: Oh, no, it's terrible. <laughs> I, I'm literally losing my mind. It's, I, I, you never make an out at third base, and, and it, it happened twice in the same inning. Yeah, it did. But kind of been the M.O. of this team. They're, they're aggressive, sometimes to a fault. But And then, well, Clay Van Hook, oh, I've had a ball hit me like that. I'm just fine. You got to wear it. That, what? Yeah, the Spikerman
1: situation at third was just so weird. It was just
0: a weird situation all the way around. It was a screw-up. I sure. mean,
1: I, I don't know how...
0: Absolutely it was a screw-up. Both up.
1: parties didn't realize the baseball got away, but... Yeah, I don't... The running in general for OU...
0: It's been the season, though. It's how they are.
1: I, I liked what Mr. Castiglione Jr. tweeted out. This is a
0: brand... <laughs> Of OU baseball. You're going to live with this, and you're going to die with this. That was great, Josie Jr. Who, by the way, I'm here to help on your bus rentals. Let's make it happen. So, it's just – I know it's Twitter. I know it's social media, and I shouldn't be surprised by this. But can we be fans without being know-it-alls? Can we be someone who enjoys a game without having to put our crappy opinions out on Twitter for the world to see that we haven't been paying attention? I mean – Come one, come all. I'm I'm being serious here. I I want everyone jumping on board with this team because they're that fun. But, you know, it's it's okay to not feel like you have an answer to everything that happens. When I played in high school, so did I. And I was terrible. (laughs) But I'm not going to sit here and try to act like I understand certain things behind this, this, and this just because, I don't know, I'm a fan who's watched a whole three games so far this year. So that I got so triggered last I've got about five different texts that I started. I'm like, just stop. Just just, just don't. Just just calm. Just get off Twitter. Watch the game, listen to Toby. I had a radio show last night so I could pull back a little bit, but just enjoy the game. Kindle's a good example of this, though. We gotta get Kindle a new meme, Kindle. I mean, the the first time is great, you know, why not us? But I mean, like the 86th time, we'll get you a new meme to throw in there. That's great. That's just a, a little a, variation. Carry it up a little bit, right? I don't understand the the need to put Kate Horton's last name is Horton. Not everything has to be about an elephant whenever some dude's name is Horton out there. But I appreciate it. It's not being a know-it-all. Why are we in this incessant need to be an expert on everything? Everything. Be a fan. Enjoy it. There's the meat. Now, the other side of the compliment sandwich, it's great to see the people engaged. (laughs) So, in that, it's awesome to see the crowds we have. Stop ruining everything on Twitter, and then it's awesome to see people engage. It's great to have you. It's great to have you. I'm not one of these guys, and I know we've talked about this quite a bit. It's like, don't you try to jump on this bandwagon now? Where were you whenever we were playing Arkansas Pine Bluff at two o'clock on a Tuesday? It's like, now stop. We don't need that. Come on, come on. This is the
1: reality of winning, right? This is just how it goes. Until you get to this type of stage, this type of point where you went down to Gainesville. Well, really, let's backtrack before that. Go ahead. You won your final five regular season series. You go into the Big 12 tournament. You've been red hot. Ah, are they on the cusp if they win this Big 12 tournament of hosting in Norman? Well, you got to go win the Big 12 tournament. You go win the Big 12 tournament. You don't get to host. You go on the road. Take care of business in Gainesville. Take care of business in in Blacksburg, all of a sudden you're on the sport's biggest stage in the sure. College World Series, and lo and behold, some folks that haven't been out to Dell Mitchell Park in a couple of weeks, couple of months, several years, haven't flipped on an OU game in a while, well, now they're dialed in. You're on the big stage. This is We're playing for national championships. Yeah. So that's just the nature of the beast. And the Twitter conversation oh and gosh. people being coaches – this
0: is a good thing. This is a I positive. know. It I know. The program has arrived. I know, but it's just uh, the, first, the first two texts are absolutely positively fantastic. First, um, from the 405, I'm becoming a fan of OU Baseball. I was peeved when two guys got thrown out at third base when they shouldn't have. Then I spent the next 15 minutes explaining to everyone watching OU Baseball for the first time this year that if you are going to be a running team that puts pressure on the defense because you will run anytime, anywhere, then you have to run anytime. And sometimes you'll get thrown out. Agreed. Agreed. But it's just... I don't know, man. I... I got to step away from Twitter during these games is my real. I just got to save it all. I don't tweet. I mean, literally, I'll maybe tweet one thing, but I'm just sitting there and I'll, for instance, Eddie tweeted the other day about, oh, the other day, last night, about some of you haven't watched baseball all year long and my comments are showing it. And so I got in his comments and he wasn't lying. I mean, it's just, that's, guys, that's who they are. That's who they. Are. I think they need a bitch Clay Van Hook. It's like, yeah, it was a tough half inning, but I he doesn't send the. I mean, this, the guy from second, as I understand, it, is always if you think you got it, you you go, right? They're an aggressive team, <laughs> and I did have to laugh about this. And that
1: one was probably a mistake.
0: Oh no, it's a huge mistake, absolutely. But the the other. Gunned down
1: at third base was, was not a mistake. It was a great relay. That was a
0: heck of a play in left field. By the way, I was who was on the TV call because I had to go from the simul well, my my sinking to my office at one point last night. Was it uh, Kyle Hendricks again or um? It's Eduardo Perez and there's another dude that's in there with him that I like a yeah, lot. Yeah, I, 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 I forgot who was on it, but he said you're not supposed to dive on a as a left fielder on a ball down the line. And I thought to myself. He should have caught that. (laughs) You know, that was a a tough break for the Sooners in that dude got thrown out at third, but I still don't know how that guy didn't catch the ball. I mean, it's just – it literally went either, like, over or around his glove somehow when he had a beat on it. So, I I just – you take those chances. You never make the first and third out at third base. Never make the first and third out at home. I mean, sure, in these baseball rules, but these are like unwritten rules of baseball. We have too many of these dumb unwritten rules of baseball. Guess where you should never make the third out of an inning? Like anywhere? You never? (laughs) I don't know. Anywhere? I mean, I'm just. I'm I'm sorry. I hate to be that guy, but I get it. It's a rule. It's an unwritten rule. But and this
1: isn't changing for OU baseball. There's hey. It might win them the national championship before it's all said and done, being aggressive. It might lose them the national championship.
0: It's like a three-point shooting team. Live and die by the three. They're going to go. Peyton adds a double shot here. Plank, the funniest thing is to read message boards after a softball game. The number of experts that get mad about Patty freaking Gasso that I'm sure have no knowledge of the depth of softball is hilarious. Then he adds. "Uh, Also, in my friend's text thread, we get mad about making those outs at third. But you know what? We also have seen that play work out perfectly, and the ball skips by the third baseman and we score a run. When it works, it's genius. And when it doesn't, Skip or whoever is an idiot. Now, and by the way, to, the, to Mr. Baseball here who uh, just texted in, there's a difference between aggressive and losing fundamentals. First out at third, hard to defend that one. No, it's not. They won the game, you dope. It's not hard to defend it when they win 6-2. to two. It's who they've been all season long. Well,
1: and you, you also have to give Notre Dame credit on the relay there. I, I thought he was getting into third base. I
0: did too. I did too. I thought so as well. It was a heck of a throw. In fact, when the relay guy caught the ball in the shortstop for Notre Dame, I didn't think there was a chance that they would get him. He made a heck of a throw. Why do we want to fight about a fundamental play in, in all of y'all's minds about fundamentals in a game that they won 6-2? to two? I, I, I don't know. I, I You know, I also think that there is this certain side of baseball to where you forget everyone played baseball, so everyone kind of has their idea of how it's supposed to be done and should be done. But teams do things differently. These rules that you feel like are out there don't necessarily apply to some teams. These rules that everyone talks about, oh, well, you're not supposed to do this, why not? Well, you're just not, why not? That's just... Because baseball says so. Okay. Quick break. It's Plank Show. We'll uh, continue with some post game sound coming up next. I will say the best thing that's happened to this station, which for a while I thought was the worst, was me getting the ability to reply to text messages. Um, I like this. Off the uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Please, CP, please report on Sooner Sports, not what's on social media. I'm an older fan. I don't see all this you talk about. You just talk 20 minutes on something irrelevant to the game. I agree. I agree. It's absolutely irrelevant to the game.
1: Strong argument.
0: Uh-oh, uh-oh. Look at the mic. Is it flipped the right way? Hold on. Check, check. There you go. Um, yeah, no, strong argument, but it's all anybody's talking about, dude. It really is, outside of just this team winning. Like for for instance, here's here's another one. Am I hearing this wrong? You're saying those plays at third were mistakes, and then you're criticizing people on Twitter for saying their mistakes. I, I never said they were. Mistakes. I did. You I did?
1: did. Yeah, the the Spikerman getting thrown out at third. I mean, he was the the baseball's coming into third base. He's not even halfway down the baseline. So it, it was it was a mistake him going over there. But as we also pointed out, or I'll take just. If I'm going to raise my hand in the classroom here. Go ahead. You're going to live with this. You're going to die with this, with this baseball team. As I said, this team could win a national championship because of this style that they play. It could be something that we're looking back in, whether it's to try and advance to the championship series or in the championship series to where we're saying, oh, man, wish they hadn't tried to swipe that extra bag and, and that winds up being really, really costly for you, but... Again, this is how this team's going to that's play. How that's how
0: they played all year long.
1: And it's not changing.
0: Welcome to the party. This dude is really mad that I called him a dope. It's not unprofessional. It's radio. You're a dope if you're still trying to die on this hill. That I mean, it's just they won the game. They won 6-2. to two. They won the game. They won the freaking game. You're a dope if you're sitting here like, Oh, I can't believe that he did this. And they, no, stop it. Enjoy. Embrace the celebration. And They're moving on. And I'm calling you dope, and nobody knows who you are. So shut it. I've now added shut up to my you're a dope. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry, John. And
1: I didn't think the the first play at third was not a bad decision again. No. It's misplayed in left. You're trying to get that extra extra bag to get within 90 feet of home plate. And typically, you're probably going to be safe at third base. That's but, right. hey, give Notre Dame... Credit. It was a nice play on their end to recover.
0: Kyle in Broken writes, I've always been a big OU baseball fan. My brother, not so much. Now he's texting me score updates. Love it. Yes. There it is. And sure, these are great debates. I have no problem with debating. It's what it's all about. It's fun, of, it's fun with sports. I hate the know-it-alls that don't know anything. And then they come in and they, I'm in that group. So I don't sit here and try to say, well, that's a dumb play and you can't do that. No. It's part of being a fan.
1: How good was Cade Horton last night?
0: Did you know? Was I, I texted Toby this. I, and I found this out, speaking of things that I didn't know. I was doing a show on Friday night after OU's first game on Sirius And the guy that I was doing the show with had said, boy, with Cade Horton being draft eligible, it's going to be quite a show here on Sunday. And I, And I knew the rules had changed, but I guess – it hadn't registered with me with his birthday being like either in August or September where it was, but he's draft eligible now. So you look, if you were paying attention Sunday behind the plate, there were tons of scouts, man, things you don't normally see in Omaha. Because usually by the time you get to the College World Series, everyone knows everyone, the draft has usually already happened, so there's not a lot of scouting that has to go on. And I mean, Josh, there were scouts need. Deep everywhere. I mean it was it was pretty incredible. Well, and for a number of guys for OU, but
1: specifically let's let's talk for Peyton Graham, for Cade Horton, uh who else would you like to toss into that mix? Those two specifically. We want to see these guys on this type of stage. That's right. Right? I mean I can go through and I can watch all the tape I want and I can see what your stuff looks like if you're Cade Horton? Okay, how has he recovered from his injury? Velocity looked really, really good last night. Was hitting 96 on the radar consistently, 95-96 on the radar. Breaking ball looks good. I mean, he fanned how many different uh, Irish batters last night. He was, he was terrific. But you just think about what do these players look like in this moment, and that's something that they've got that – Only players from seven other teams have had the opportunity this year to have. And scouts want to see that, too. They want to see what do these guys do in the game's biggest moments. I'm trying to win a World Series, right? Not a college World Series if I'm a scout. I'm trying to build to win a World Series. And what do these guys do on this stage?
0: Yep. Kate Horn last night was just fantastic. Uh, Six innings, five hits, 11 strikeouts. I thought... I thought they were being somewhat unfair on ESPN early in the game. And and I think I understand their mindset where they were saying, oh, he's using too many of his good pitches early. And I thought, I don't even know what that means. Is well,
1: like, <laughs> if he keeps striking batters out, he should probably keep using I, said pitches. It, it,
0: it's just, I, I, I didn't know what angle they were trying to get at. Maybe someone could help me out uh, on the Law Office. Oh, I'm sorry. The Riverwind Casino jackpot line at 405 329 But... I kept thinking to myself, isn't that like what pitching's all about? <laughs> Don't you want to try to get them out with your best pitches? And it worked. You know, since that Texas Tech game, I think Aaron Fit had these stats. He he got hit pretty hard the last time that – well, the, when he pitched in against Texas Tech. I mean, he got hit pretty hard. Since then, I mean, it's just been unbelievable what he's been able to do over the last few weeks. And, you know, confession time – when I did, I do these post-game shows on ESPNU Channel 84. And the guy I do it with is really – I can't believe I don't have his name right here in front of me. But he used to be the voice of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Really, really super dude. And uh, Mike Farron. There it is. I found him. Mike Farron, uh, MLB Network. Great dude. And we were talking during a break. And I would even kind of texted with a few people about this. I was worried – about Notre Dame because, you know, these are 23, 24, 20, these are dudes. These are vets. And I was worried about them because, you know, their ace pitched real well on Friday in their opener. They had played pretty good defense. They bothered. They worried me a little bit. And, in fact, I went as far as like, Ugh, you know, I'm a little bit worried. And he, he was the guy that said, I'm not. He's like, I think you guys are going to roll them. Like, really? And he goes, yeah. Like, he goes, they're hitting everything. And to me, I always think about pitching. But he goes, who's, who's getting out Tanner Treadway right now? Who's getting out uh, Peyton Graham right now? Crooks. Who's getting out Jimmy Crooks right now?
1: Kendall Pettis has been tough to deal with in the bottom of the order. Spikerman has been incredible for OU throughout this postseason. I, you know, look, I can sit and say, why did you round second base and get thrown out sure. at third? But Spikerman has been so, so good for Oklahoma.
0: Um, but here, here's those numbers. And I'm sure you guys have had numbers hammered over your head. But Graham and Treadaway last night were a combined seven for eight. I mean, oh, it's unreal. At one point, I was in the sixth inning, and it just continued to get better and better. I'm just in awe of those dudes right now and what they're doing. In
1: a game to get you within one win of the championship series. <laughs> yeah. Seven of eight.
0: Well, I like this. Here you go. Here was the uh, explanation. If you use your good pitches early and frequently versus strategically, the opposing team might figure them out. That, that was the point. Second,
1: third time. Third time. Right, right, right.
0: That's a point that the ESPN guys were making last night. And you know what? I go back to a conversation we had with, with Rob and Tulsa, with Robbie a couple weeks ago, and what was his concern? Middle relief. And now, granted, you haven't had to use too terribly much of it with the way that their starters have been.
1: Yeah, Bennett and Horton have been really good.
0: But, man, how how impressive how impressive has their middle relief been? And, and, again, I know there was a couple of innings that were a bit of a struggle against Texas A&M, but you put a guy in a unique situation, right? David Sandlin hadn't been in that situation before. But, Jared Godman comes out of the pen, strikes out two of the four batters he faces, um. Uh, now, you brought in maybe you could say a little bit early for Trevin Michael because – Trevin Michael, excuse me. I try to make him like a 90s R&B singer. Uh, two and two-thirds. But even – I mean, that's kind of long closing there. Their guys out of the pen have just been fantastic when called upon.
1: And you need that. Y- you have to have all of it. I, I don't know if you're anything like me. Not that, you know, I felt good all night that Oklahoma was going to win that game and felt like OU was going to keep hitting, too. Yeah. You mentioned the comment that uh, your buddy made on the radio to you on, this team's hitting everything. Yeah. Why would you be worried about Oklahoma versus Notre Dame? Thought OU was going to keep hitting, but you, it's Omaha. And after Kate Horton gives up the two-run blast, if you get into that bullpen, I mean, things can change quickly. Six to two is comfortable? But it ain't comfortable enough until you get that final out, I guess is what I'm saying. I, I always thought OU was going to win, but, again, you need all mm-hmm. parts working. You can have the great start from Cade Horton. We've seen it happen to other teams where all of a sudden you dip into the bullpen and things fall apart on you a little bit. But OU's been clicking in in both regards, starting pitching bullpen.
0: I love, uh, I love it. I love this passion, man. It's awesome. I hate whenever people got to be – got to be – is that even the property? I'll allow it. you allow it. Where they have to be so negative and S on everything, it's you don't do this. It's like, well, you can't make the first out of third. This team doesn't care. And, and I'm the same way. And most of the time, we're like, can't make the first and third out of third. And you say, why? It's like, well, just because. Just how it is. How it's always been. I mean, if we did that in sports, that's just how it's always been. We wouldn't change anything. And I love how this team has kind of transcended things. It's different. And fun. Steph Curry, listen. You don't step three <laughs> s-
1: three steps inside <laughs> the, th- the half chair. court line and shoot threes.
0: Why <laughs> Why it. not? Well, because
1: you just don't do it. You just it. don't
0: do it. Why not? Well, you just don't. It's just not how you do Splash. it. Splash. Splash. Dropping threes in your face. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, this dude on the Air Comfort Solutions sex line just said you can't do that. And, and, and guess what? You went out and you did it and you won a game. Enjoy it. Embrace it. Love it, man. This is awesome. Take all these stupid preconceived rules that you have in baseball and throw them out and just enjoy this team because that's what they're about. All right, quick break. Splank show. Oh, no. I turned the wrong (laughs) channel. I was trying to turn it off of Skip and uh, Sterling Sharp or Shannon Sharp because they're talking about the USFL and I missed.
1: Dang it. That's pass interference. Look at that crowd.
0: Look at that crowd at the USFL games. (laughs)
1: Oh, nice little toe drag there. Uh, It's
0: been fun debates, though. I mean, some people are really getting butthurt about it on on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, but that's fine. Uh, Here's the funny thing about it. Plank says he's sorry. I'm not sorry. (laughs) Um, But here's the thing that's funny to me is why can't we just all enjoy what's going on here? Why does it have to be, well, in the third inning with two outs? It's like,
1: who cares? I think it's. A, I think it's a little bit projecting forward, right? right? It's well, we gotta tighten this up. We need to clean this up to win three more games.
0: Can I can I make this point off and I'm trying not to get too caught up in the text line thing, but it's been so good. I mean it's been so good. Um, this is from the 405. the same guys complaining about players being thrown out at third loved the double steal. And the squeeze play resulting in an errant throw down the right field line, causing chaos. I asked someone um, that said that tweet. I'm just because I'm always curious. You can't record the first out at third, period. Why? Just a simple question. Why? Uh, and he actually gave a really good answer. So, you know, sometimes you have people that are like, just because. And I know a lot about baseball and blah, blah, blah. What was the It's, it's, it's a really good response. He goes, risk-reward. On second with no outs, you're two sacks away from scoring. Being 90 feet closer with no outs just isn't a risk worth taking. And Skip Johnson would tell you the exact same same thing. That isn't a gamble even the most aggressive coaches take. Well, it worked is an amateur take. Well, well, it worked. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you except that. I mean, maybe that I'm an amateur. I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were a professional. So congrats.
1: And also, I don't think it it didn't work, right? He got thrown out of third base.
0: Right. Well, it worked 6 to 2. I mean, the final score. Correct. And, and I guess maybe for me, you know, even on the play, the third out, it caused chaos. The ball got away, and you had that weird situation where, you know, the dude's not throwing the ball to third and watching it completely fly out of the glove of the third baseman, which I've never seen. And that happened twice in that game, where a guy was getting tagged and the ball kind of popped out of their glove. I'd never seen that. And It happened in the Texas-Texas A&M game, too.
1: Just and I guess the ball hit Van Hook.
0: Yeah, and it, when it hit Van Hook, it looked like it caught him pretty flush, but then he kind of popped up and he was okay, so I don't know if he just assumed that Spikerman was going to get back to the bag or what, but I mean, listen, it's, it's a very minor moment in this game on this hill that some of you people are, gonna, are trying to die on right now. I don't understand it. Okay. Go ahead. It could be a positive
1: for Oklahoma, right? You win this game. Sure. You are one win away from the championship series, three wins away from a national championship. Not one, not two. Only three, though, wins away from a national championship. It's a nice little reminder for Spikerman – Stay in the moment. Stay in the moment. It, for Van Hook, stay in the moment, right? Don't trust that your player at third base is going there you to go. know that that baseball got away. So, if there was a game and a moment for it to happen, it's last night when you win 6-2. to two.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Absolutely no kidding. I like this from my man Drew England on Twitter, who is actually, I think, up in Omaha. Do you have the FOMO like I do when you're watching all of this? Yes. It's very... It's so fun.
1: It's exciting to see everyone there, but it would be it would be neat to be in person. Did you
0: hear what uh, I think KC and Brian had to do? Or got to do, I guess? They drove up, went to the game. And then
1: immediately had to immediately come Immediately
0: came back after the game. And they stayed in KC last night. I guess their son had a baseball game today. That's commitment right there. I think Drew's been up there the whole time. I see him in... Travis all over Twitter. By the way, tra- Travis is living his best life. Speaking <laughs> He's of being, having fun, speaking of being envious of people, um, Drew writes, listening to Plank and Josh on KRF right now, telling it like it is, say it louder for the people in back. And then Kindle adds, uh, people want to be experts in everything. I'll admit, I'm a new fan since the tech series. I'm just enjoying the ride and look forward to following this ball club going forward. Again, I think this goes back to everyone played and loved baseball when they were growing up. And they see things that are done differently. And they just it, – it explodes their minds. Well, that's not smart baseball. You know what? Maybe. But they won the game. And, and, and it could be of, a learning moment.
1: And a couple of things that didn't work out, right? You're aggressive and it didn't work out in a pair of instances. Right. I mean, again, if, if when the – the ball gets away in left field. All of a sudden, they relay it to third base. It gets away at third base. We're talking about you're rounding third base. You're coming home to score, to play to run, right? Okay, if Spikerman has the presence of mind and Van Hook has the presence of mind, hey, ball got away, ball got away. Boom, get back to the bag. You're you're one more base knock away from playing another run right there. That's right. So these two scenarios, they didn't work out. Right. They didn't work out, but you're not you're not too far removed from – Okay, well, if they do work out, then all of a sudden it's an eight two ball game or a nine or ten two ball game and you're gonna you're gonna live with it, you're gonna die with it.
0: <laughs> Here's another one Here's another one. uh my daughter's sons and grandchildren will be good hitters when uh, and I will coach them to swing away at three0 pitches if down the middle of plate uh don't believe uh don't be afraid to be different. uh Do you know what the sports center highlight of the night was outside of the? Or the story they crammed down your throat last night was this Arizona Diamondback player who got his first home run. And they show the highlight. It, it was a 3 0 pitch. Do, are people losing their mind? Oh, so that's how it's supposed to be done. No. He hit a home run on a 3 0. You
1: can't take bad. it off the board. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: You hit a home run on a 3 0. I'm sorry. You're not supposed to make the first and third out of the uh, innings at third base. So we're going to take that run off the board. But I. I guess at the core of all of this, it's just fun to watch this team. It's fun to debate. <laughs> and it's fun to debate some of these things that they do differently. They do. They do things differently. And that's how they've been a majority of the season. Now, again, it didn't work so well early in the season at times. But you've seen it progress and you've seen them get better. I mean, I came in here fully ready to, to talk all day about the Oklahoma influence on this roster. It's absolutely amazing, isn't it? Well, we can and, still do that. Well, let's see it next. It's already... 949 on a Monday. It's I'm pumped to be back in studio. And it's nice to see that Undisputed is debating Kyrie Irving's future. Do people really watch this? Is what I want to know. Is this is this being viewed by sports fans in Oklahoma? I
1: think it's viewed by NBA fans on Twitter and I think that's about it. <laughs> All
0: right, quick break. It's Plank Show. All right, welcome back into the Plank Show right here on the Ref with Josh Helmer. I'm Chris Plank. At Plank Show on Twitter at Josh on Ref. Does, um, does Pierce have a Twitter account that he wants us to build up or no? His
1: last name is not easy to spell. Yeah, it's kind of it's hard to spell. Is it? It's like Loffler? Is that? Leffelholtz. Leffelholtz? Oh, sorry. I was close, <laughs> I think.
0: Give me a shot here. Leffer- Leffelholtz?
1: Leffelholtz.
0: L-E-F? No. Okay. Oh, for L-E-I-F? No. I think okay. it's
1: L-A-E.
0: No. Oh, All right. man. Go, go ahead. L-O-E. Oh, gosh. F f e. L-H-O-L-Z TV. Yeah, we're not going to have a really is that, easy time. Is your
1: Twitter handle like Pierce and then your last name? No, no, no. no it's, it it's fit.
0: It's Leffelholtz TV.
1: Yeah, it doesn't fit. I can't do my name, so I have to do like a,
0: a <laughs> short I Dude,
1: I think we're going to have to change your Twitter handle even from what it, yeah, what it is. Yeah, I, I, I don't really know what to put. Well, well, how did take I, some suggestions, I guess.
0: How did I not follow you earlier? Sorry about that. Nah, Fix. it's all good. We're all good. Pierce is running the show. Josh is in the studio with me. I'm done fighting with you guys on the Air Comfort Solutions text line because it's really good stuff. I mean, outside of someone who's called me an ass and an egomaniac. <laughs> just Monday! Just, just because I disagreed with one of their takes and called him a dope. I mean, who's the egomaniac if nobody knows who you are, but yet you're all outraged about it. Um, you know, it's fun to me to see this team make this run for – so many reasons. But one of the most important things is to see that Oklahoma influence on this roster. And, again, it's not just the Oklahoma influence. It's the youth, right? I mean, we're talking about dudes that just finished up high school. I mean, Wallace Clark is over there balling out at third base whenever – I mean, he was a Hall and haul Dutch last year at this time right? Look at what Spikerman's doing in a leadoff spot. Now again, not an Oklahoma guy, but one of those younger dudes. Just a true freshman. Kate Horton is pitching in his first full season as a redshirt freshman, and he, by God, has been incredible so far in this postseason. Name after name after name of Oklahoma guys and young guys that have been making all the differences in the world, and I mean, Shep had the, the tweet a while back that laid out all of the pitching staff for Oklahoma guys. It reminds us, Josh, there's some damn good baseball being played in this state at the high school level
1: no doubt and Kate Horton of course was uh, a star for Norman High School and to see him do this on this stage is is pretty awesome It, it also highlights just some you know I know this is deviating a little bit from the Oklahoma portion of this but somebody like Jackson Nicholas I mean to hit like, they're hitting in recruiting. This is somebody out of Blue Valley in Overland Park, Kansas. And it it takes these types of recruiting wins for Oklahoma, at least initially, right? Right. To, to get themselves into the College World Series and into this type of position. Now, all of a sudden, and we talked about this going into this World Series plank, for Skip Johnson, for this coaching staff, for this program, now all of a sudden, I mean, you're telling me there's not some guys in the transfer portal that see what's going on with Oklahoma that don't think. Heck yeah, man! Man, I, I kind of want to be a part of this going forward.
0: Absolutely, it's it's really fun to see on so many levels. I'm just I'm over the moon, man, and I'm I'm jealous of everyone who's going and gets to go, and I hope you guys are loud and crazy, and I hope this then turns into more passion for this project to get done and get the stadium renovated and more butts in seats in 2023. Maybe it leads to your national championship. Let's we'll talk about what's next, next, for OU Baseball here on The Plank Show.